we have this really unusual story here to lead off the show today. There is this series of smartphones in China, part of the Galaxy lineup, a Samsung product, but super premium. It's the W series. And they've been doing this for a little while where they will put out some sort of exclusive device at a very high price point, but just for China. There is a product right. called the W2019, which was a dual screen flip phone that had a $2,700 price tag in the past. Mm -hmm. uh, today, we have this came actually via Ice Universe. Many people tweeted this at me. They said, because, you know, I made such a big deal about the Galaxy Fold, yeah. or Z Fold 2. Uh, so many people tweeted this at me. This is like a golden, luxury, bigger version of the Z Fold 2 that they're selling as part of their W lineup called the Galaxy W21. $3,000. Look how flashy that thing is. With the shimmering gold inscription there as well yeah i don't know i don't even know it's not a it's not a samsung logo i mean it's yeah. maybe it's part of maybe their luxury brand always has some particular stamp yeah so you know what you're what you're doing it looks like it has kind of a ribbed thing going on as well mm -hmm. some kind of texture to it the camera unit looks quite a bit different as well in fact each camera aperture the cutout in the material looks a bit smaller even though the body looks bigger now, I'm going to say some, there's some weird stuff about this. Okay. This thing is larger in the hand. Yes. However, however, the specs are the same, basically. Mm. And in fact, in some cases, worse. Oh. So, it has the same 6.2 inch outer screen, 120 hertz. The same 7.6 inch unfolded inner screen. However, the battery is 40 390 milliamp hours compared to 4,500 on the regular unit. So you're losing 110 milliamp hours. You got to get this luxury model. So what else are they fitting in there? It must be the exterior material taking up more space. Uh, maybe it's got more weight to it. So it feels like a more of a luxury item. I don't know. I mean, it's taller. The whole thing is taller. Now you do get an improvement in other spec areas. Like you get a bump in the storage to 512 you get dual sim support and uh, there's still the snapdragon 865 you got the 12 gigs of ram otherwise it's kind of the same thing just more flashy more expensive seven layer nano optical film attached to the glass back panel i mean it's a gap oh wow we're gonna tune on there you can't play that music that is i mean it was already a big device to begin with and they made it bigger. But what's weird is it's taller, but on the inside, see, maybe those pictures are deceiving. This is a small hand. That's a small hand. Like. You're right. That is a small hand. But what's what I'm saying is weird is the screen size is the same. When you go look at the photo compared to the regular... Wait a second. Wait a second. Are we getting fooled here? What do you mean? Is this some is this some tomfoolery right here? Go back to the comparison photo. How is it taller? If the internal display and bezel are identical, <laughs> how is it taller? Yeah, I don't know. Unless you have a bigger bezel on the inside. 
it looks substantially taller unless it's the camera angle on a comparison shot. I'm concerned. Either way, maybe I'll get my hands in. I don't know. Uh, Samsung, China, please reach out. Uh, of course, I want to see the most luxury gold-clad version of the Z Fold 2. That would be right in my wheelhouse mm -hmm. to look at. It probably has an incredible unboxing experience, I would guess, Yeah. at that particular price point. So maybe I'll get on the channel. I'll, t I'll get to the bottom of it. All I right. don't know. I'll try my best. Today's sponsor, HelloFresh. Just ate this. I just, I've been eating. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I spoke to you about this. Would you be, you'd be, be trapped at home. You can't yeah. go to the restaurant as much as you might like. Uh -huh. And uh, sometimes you need a nutritious meal. Mm -hmm. Many times you need a nutritious meal. You got to take care of yourself. Yeah. Fresh ingredients. And so I, I reach for the HelloFresh and even a guy like me can't screw it up. I got the instructions. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, in some cases, it's 20 minutes, you got a nutritious meal. Maybe it's 30. It depends on the, the actual uh, meal. They're all a little bit different. And they got all kinds of options. So previous time, I was talking about the burger that they sent over. Oh, yeah, there's a new menu. It's a new menu all the time, man. And uh, the one I want to talk about, I had, it was actually some chicken recently. Okay. And the thing about it, it was juicy. And the sauce... And everything was wonderful. And you know what they had in there? They had, what is the thing? It's sort of like an onion, but not an onion. Uh, is that a scallion? Scallion, yeah. Is that a scallion? Yeah. I think I might have had scallions uh, okay. in there with the chicken. Yeah. It might have been. But it gave it a certain, it gave it some uh, attitude. And it made me feel special. HelloFresh, if you're unaware, guys, this uh, they sent a box to your door. It's super convenient. Everything you need to get a nutritious, delicious meal made for yourself without the headache or hassle of having to go to the grocery store, figure out the amount of each thing that you need. You end up throwing stuff in the garbage. Not with this. Very efficient. The right amount every single time. Streamlined. Tons of stuff to pick from. You get to pick and choose. You want the pork caramelized pineapple tacos. You have that. You want the smashed black bean tacos. You have that. It could be a balsamic tomato parmesan risotto if you're a guy like Willie Duke. Delicious. Or an Old Bay buttered up chicken. And the best part of all this, because I want you guys to catch a flavor yourself, you can catch a deal right now. If you sign up, all you got to do, you go to HelloFresh.com slash LouLater90. Make sure to use the code LouLater90. You'll get $90 off, including free shipping. $90 off. So, uh, I mean, that, that's a pretty, you're not going to, well, it does two things. You get the deal and you also let them know that we sent you. So don't, don't ignore the promo code. Give it a shot yourself. This is uh, saving you time. Saving you stress, sometimes you panic. You don't have the right meal. You reach for something trash. I know you've done it. All the time. You reach for something, some junk food. Yes. You don't have to because this thing's ready to go and it's super easy to make. It's HelloFresh. Check out the link in the description or just head over to HelloFresh.com slash LouLater90. Don't forget the promo code LouLater90. We have some early videos coming out, Will. Uh, early videos about the... The thing that has really upset you so much in the tech space, I never saw you like this. 
I never, I've never experienced this side of Willie Do. Uh, the Apple magnetic wallet, it just really rubbed you the wrong way. Yes. I think it's personally very, very irresponsible. Whoa! To make something like this. You're talking about a magnet connected to your phone. I mean... He just said irresponsible. And, and some people wear skinny jeans, so, you know. All right, so listen. Will feels like I've been taking it too easy on the magnetic wallet. I just like magnets. I have a predisposition no, towards magnets. magnets. Cool. So They're very cool. So anything with magnets, I'm shout starting. Out, shout out to magnets. Shout out to magnets. I'm starting from a standpoint of optimism when it comes to magnets. Absolutely. Or in most cases, yes. not even just magnets. I'd start from the place of optimism. Okay, is there any merit to the thing? And we saw it during the keynote. And then you remember that initial hands-on video, uh, USA, Good Morning America, yeah. whatever it was? It was the takeaway. Oh, that's cool. You got the wallet. Fits right on the back. Yeah, just snap it on. It was like a bit of a... It was a quick demo that you can do for your pals, or your friends, or whoever is supposed to buy the thing. And it feels new. I mean, the old one couldn't do it. It's a novelty factor to it. But immediately, you start making a point aggressively. This thing is going to fall out of your pocket. This thing is not going to stay attached to your phone you mentioned the thing about skinny jeans, but we got this new content comes out today, people. And we have the wallets coming. I think we're going to have them on Monday as well. So we'll do our own pocket tests. But the videos have started to emerge. I mean, this one from Mac Rumors, the statement is, it's kind of a mess. MagSafe wallet is kind of a mess. I mean, and, this is your worst nightmare. And that's from it's, Mac Rumors. Yeah. They got more optimism than I do when it comes to, I mean, it's a Mac-specific thing. Mm -hmm. And if they're saying it... They're passionate about it. If they're saying it, because they're yes. typically going to be a fan of most of these products coming from Apple, then you know uh, it might be a little bit half-baked. Huh. So in this particular uh, video here, he's pulling it in and out of the pocket. It's falling out like 50% of the time. The wallet is falling off. It doesn't fit a ton of cards. It's not particularly secure. It's an odd product. It's, uh, here's the thing. You're going to put a couple cards in there. You might put your ID in there. Mm -hmm. And I know the way it is right now, COVID and all this, people aren't going out that much. Yes. But you imagine you're at the bar or something and this is your wallet and how many times your phone goes in and out of your pocket oh. and, and you're already a little irresponsible. You're a little loose. Oh. You're losing that for sure. Yeah. It's a worst case scenario. You can see here as he goes in and out the pocket. I mean, this thing's just flying. It's flying oh, right off man. every time. And so he said most, like every time he had to be conscious in and out the pocket of gripping the wallet and the phone at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I hear you, man. I'm, 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 I'm on your side, Will. I'm not going to recommend for people to get it unless they're super careful or maybe they don't use their pocket or maybe they just understand the drawbacks and they're like, look, I still want to do it. Here's the thing. There are companies that make cases for the iPhone and other smartphones that do have a wallet built right into the case. Right. Which will take like a couple of cards. Yes. Those are not going to fly out. Right? No, because it's attached to it's, the case. It's in the case. If you really want to have this set up, you can take that route.
But those have their own drawbacks, which is sometimes it can be difficult to get the cards out because it's very tight mm -hmm. on the back. And I, so I, I think I know what Apple was doing here. They wanted to make it easier to get cards in and out, so they make it easily removable. Mm -hmm. But... Yeah, I'm mean, based on this example here, and I'm gonna have my own test with it on Monday. It's obviously gonna be a problem for some people. Yes. So I'm giving you that. Okay. Now I don't know if I'm as angry as you, but I'm gonna give you that. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you you have now effectively warned the public. Mm. Speaking of the magnet stuff, we've been covering all the various magnetic accessories that have come out recently. We talked about the Moment products. They do the camera specific. You know, you had the flash and and number of other things the clip is probably somewhere you can go find it uh belkin they don't want to be left out of party mm. you know they uh, are constantly they, they've been well they've been making accessories for a minute or two 50 years practically i just really? made i just oh. made that up but like i feel like i remember Bel i had belkin Back accessories when i was a kid for my pc oh really i think so what kind of product does that make sense huh? belkin speakers Belkin you want speakers? to do a Wikipedia, a quick Belkin Wikipedia, just for the people out there that are wondering when it was founded. I, I'm telling... Oh, 1983. Okay. What did I say? 50 years. Okay. I was just so not far off. 40. Almost seven oh, years ago. Yeah. yeah, almost 40 years. Parent Foxconn now. Interesting. Yeah, KVM switches and founded in California. Uh, what were some of their earliest products, do they say? They don't say. But anyway, they've been making peripherals for a while. Now they've kind of zeroed their focus to a certain extent on Apple products. And they want to be a part. They want to go along for a ride. And uh, MagSafe is the thing to do right now. So they they launched their very own MagSafe products, including a car mount, which is not going to... It's just going to be a place to keep your phone. It's not It's not wireless charging it or anything like that. Mm. It's just a place to keep your phone. On a, on a vent mount. And then they have this other thing, which looks interesting for the bedside table or wherever you charge your devices, the Boost Charge Pro MagSafe 3-in-1 wireless charger. So we know that Apple put out their very basic MagSafe wireless charger. Then they also went and put out the, du the dual uh -huh. wireless charger. But how about the triple? Because many people, they got the whole ecosystem. Mm. They're going to have the phone and the watch and they're going to have the AirPods. Yes. So now you charge the whole thing in one spot. Now, I don't know if you like the design, what you think about it. It's more of a pedestal. Yeah. It will hold the phone in either portrait or landscape orientation and kind of prop it up a little bit. Maybe you want to glance at it or you have the alarm set or something like this. But it is, it's not flat. Yeah. How do you feel about this? I like it. The yeah. fact that you can see your phone when you're in bed, yeah, it's kind of like a little watch. See the clock. Yeah, you can see the it clock. It becomes a bedside clock, yeah. So anyway, it's a pretty cool little setup. It is providing up to 15 watts of wireless charging power. Uh, it will provide five watts of power for the AirPods Pro and regular AirPods with wireless charge case. And it has a wireless charge module for the Apple Watch as well. It has a non-slip design. It will support the device uh, and cases up to three millimeters thick so remember we were speaking about like maybe you don't want to pick up the apple official case but you're wondering hey what about all these accessories how well will they work the magnet coming through the case this is why you want a thin case like later case will mm. do i need to explain to you 
So this is way less than three millimeters. This 0.6 millimeters. Uh. And so you get a really strong magnetic connection through this case. If you get crazy with these bulky cases, then your MagSafe may work a little bit, but it might not grip quite as well. So that's something to keep in mind with any of these accessories, whether it's from Belkin or Moment or whoever else. Yes. If you're wearing a case, think about the thinness of it. That's a weird one, wearing a case. Mm. As if your phone can wear something. Yeah. As if your phone has personality enough okay. to put on an outfit. Maybe it does. The wardrobe. You sent me this one. You love this story. Panasonic built a vacuum to rescue AirPods. We first started talking about this, it feels like a year ago or something, maybe even more, when people in the New York City subway were having real issues with their trains being on time because there was all kinds of shutdowns to retrieve these stinking AirPods all the time. Mm -hmm. And of course that's going to happen. The thing is tiny, you know? It's just so easy to lose and... So one of the places that that frequently took place was on a public transit. And on in the subway, it's two choices. It's dead, see you later, which for a lot of people has a little pricey to be doing that. And, or we're going to contact the, uh, the people that work for the transportation, and then they're going to shut things down temporarily or try and sneak in there and grab them. But people had to come up with all kinds of weirdo contraptions to retrieve these things including right. little claws or stick sticky poles yeah nothing official but of course if you're in japan you don't rock no sticky pole in japan you don't no you go talk to panasonic okay or sony or one of them in yeah. this case panasonic and so they go down the road to panasonic and say look we got this problem with all these airpods and panasonic's like we don't make those airpods but we'll help you figure it out. Yeah. And so they create this contraption. It's incredible. It's this multi-finger looking vacuum thing with a telescoping pole that comes out of it. And they did this because a lot of those other contraptions would end up pushing the AirPod under the gravel further. And then they got to jump down. It's mm -hmm. dangerous. Yes. They don't want to be down there. Yeah. So need you need something that lifts immediately. Yeah. You can't be pushing in there. And so this is the contraption they came up with. Walk down the road, talk to Panasonic. No problemo. Five minutes later, they whip up that baby right there. That's mm. how it works in Japan. Good on them. Just got to let you know. So now who knows? Maybe uh, people elsewhere, uh, those in the transit workers in New York and everywhere else can just order up one of these guys. Panasonic makes billions? I don't know about billions, right. but make a couple bucks. Uh, next one on AirPods, we have an alleged photo of AirPods 3, apparently, and they have an AirPods Pro-inspired design. It looks like this image, okay, you have, I mean, it's got, obviously, it's got the watermark all over it, which is, of course, what you would have on any leaked image, but the AirPod itself looks kind of a little bit more, well, the shape of it has changed. Yeah, it looks here. like a balloon. Like it looks chunky. a lot more like the pro model without the yeah. ear tip yeah. portion poking out with the soft tip. And then there's also sort of a little bit of what looks like will eventually be the case that the person is showing off probably in the factory early stages. Now, this has been rumored for a while that Apple was not only going to do an AirPods 3, which will be their entry-level model, but they're also working on a new version apparently of the pro model too. And they're it's going to be some convergence in the design. Actually, if you scroll down a little bit, you can catch a glimpse of that slightly altered shape. 
I don't know what the purpose for that is. Can they fit a big, a bigger speaker unit inside of there? Better performance, more bass, all these things that you would you would likely want. It looks like the stem has shrunk ever so slightly mm -hmm. as well because nobody really wants those big the big stem yeah. sticking out. Obviously, uh, the regular AirPods model, AirPods three, is uh, the rumor is it won't adopt any of the noise cancellation features that the that will stick to the pro level, but maybe you'll see certain other enhancements in the functionality with the sound or or i guess you couldn't get that crazy surround sound feature either if you don't have the active noise cancellation right. which would still lead me to try to persuade you to upgrade to the pro model for that feature alone but anyways mm -hmm. new airpods coming out shortly and uh, that's i guess an early glimpse maybe the shape maybe they thought about the shape you know if you're apple at that scale you know a lot of people out there were com would complain that airpods would fall out I mean, we just had the previous story. They're all on the subway tracks. Maybe they measured about a billion years and they were like, oh yeah, we we had the shape wrong. We need to switch yeah. it ever so slightly to be more compatible with more ears. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That could be a motivating factor. Spotify is hinting at a subscription podcast service. Now, of course they have the music subscription the ad-free version of Spotify. You can pay, it's, what is it, premium they call it? Spotify premium? Yeah. I, th I think I have it. I have too many services. I have all of them. Yeah. You know, it's out of hand. Now that one makes a lot of sense to people. They say, okay, I just, I want to get rid of the ads on the music. I just want to listen without. I want the premium service. I think it has other features as well. You're a Spotify guy, right? Uh, I used to use the family plan. Oh, you're not a spot. You're YouTube Music now. Yeah. See, so am I, but I still have the Spotify subscription. So right. Just, Although I think uh, once in a while they would give you like a Google Home Mini. Oh, that's pretty you cool. Just, I don't know. Sign up. No, that was YouTube Music that gave you that. No, it was also Spotify. Oh, both at did. one point. Oh, yeah, interesting. Wow. Okay. So. Well, anyway, they uh, that that service. I believe when, what I was paying for was around ten bucks a month. Mm -hmm. But this, uh, and by the way. To be clear, this is just a test run. Apparently, somebody found this. Andrew Wallenstein uh, found this as a uh, a survey that was sent out. And it the survey was kind of a feeler, figuring out, hey, would you pay for... Quick question. You're a Spotify subscriber. Any interest in a podcast-only subscription for less money? What would you pay for something like that? Just a survey, Will. Yeah. No big deal. We're not actually doing it. Nah. Us? Yeah. We're just wondering. No, they're not wondering, by the way. Yeah. They spent a boatload of cash on talent recently. Uh -huh. I don't need to tell you. They're trying to get everybody on the platform. They're trying to get Willie Do on the platform. Mm. You had to turn them down. Yeah. You had to turn down that big fat check. Yeah. It's a billion or uh, nothing. That's right. You can pay for a guy a like billion. Willie Do. You told it though you told those cheap skates to get out of here. Yeah. Skedaddle. That's what you said. hundred percent of the company. <laughs> and and you want a seat on the board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, the the numbers in the survey ranged from three dollars to eight dollars per month. And the uh, the description of what you would get. The cheapest plan would include access to exclusive interviews and episodes. So the kind of like a premium model, maybe paywalled content. Uh, and that would still include ads. 
And then the most expensive plan would include access to high-quality original content, early access to some episodes, and no platform-inserted ads. So platform-inserted means the podcaster themselves can still have their ads in it, mm. right? The platform itself just wouldn't put that ad in front of your play button, as Spotify right. would currently do for the free version right. of content if you were listening to it. But anyway... It's, it's kind of interesting to see this survey stuff. Sometimes we cover it with Google when they're trying to figure out a new product. This is often how it happens. They do it in the form of a survey and then it becomes a news article, but they need the data to inform their decision as to how to roll out a feature. Yep. And uh, just all you have to do is map the spending that they did on, uh, on the content to recognize they got to make some money back at some point. Uh-huh. And they're trying to figure out different ways of doing it. If they want to become, let's say, the Netflix of podcasts... They're going to have to pay to be that. Content costs money. Uh-huh. And how does Netflix pay for all these big-time shows? Uh-huh. They charge a subscription fee. Yeah. Now, I get it. You have ads on here, but the CPMs and all the rest of it, how much are these inserted ads really paying to Spotify to make up that difference? Mm-hmm. If they gave Joe $100 million, or many speculate more than that, ooh, that's a lot of audio ads. Yes. So they, they may want a different piece. By the way, it's not just Rogan. They got a M- Michelle Obama. They got Kim Kardashian. They, got, they bought Gimlet Media. They got The Ringer, which is the, the Simmons podcast yeah. network. I mean, they, they've been spending money. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised by this. I don't know how users are going to feel about it. But this whole, this whole thing is progressing, man. These, the, 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 these, this media is growing and therefore a lot of this external stuff these external forces are starting to you know dig their claws in a little bit Mm -hmm. as they would but as i mentioned to you man content costs money yep so uh elon musk unveiled the new tesla tequila it was making waves it was all over my social media people said did you did you cop the tesla tequila I said, I did not cop. I've been reading this book, uh, one of my favorite books, first book I ever read, actually. Oh. It's called Go Dog Go. <laughs> okay. It's an absolute classic. Why are you reading that right now? Well, because I read, you know, I read to the, okay. To the baby. You okay, know? okay. And... I thought you are just reading it because you're bored. Oh, uh, yeah, late at night with my glasses on. Yeah, yeah. And a, and a reading light. Mm-hmm. Go Dog Go. And you're... Uh, Bed for it. Anyway, so they put out a shortened video or a shortened version of this book, Go Dog Go, for like the new age clientele. When I was younger, you had the full enchilada. You had a full uh, front to back book. By the way, if you haven't read this, you got to check this out. Then they put out a shortened version for the youngsters of today. They lack the attention span. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one page. I'm telling you, man, they did. But I kept reading this book and I'm like, man, this is the first book I ever read. There's no way that that's the book. It's missing something. And so all of a sudden we order up. I I, I knew something was wrong. So I ordered another one. And the next one was the full version. And I said, that's the book. Anyway, there's this, there's this thing in this book where this one dog keeps showing up throughout the book wearing a different hat. And she asked the other dog, do you like my hat? Hmm. And the other guy, the other dog, continuously says, no, I don't like your hat. 
And I, I remember it. as a youngster, we got Kirk's attention. Did you read Go Dog Go? Did you did you ever read Go Dog Go? Okay, well, never mind. The fact that he there's the there is the page right there, Willie Do. Do you like my hat? I do not. Goodbye. Goodbye. That blew my mind as a youngster. It blows my mind to this day. That's not traditional content. Traditional content is always, you know, he's allowed to not like the hat. And he just says, I do not. And they're both happy. They're both fine with it. She's not offended. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's walking away like goodbye, happy. Yeah. It's okay. We don't agree on the style of the hat. Yeah. Now, by the way, what ends up happening, she keeps upgrading the hat. And by the end of it, she's got a massive hat. Uh-huh. And she calls it a party hat. At which point, the other guy, he gives it to her at that moment. He says, you know what? I do like that hat. Yeah. He finally caves in. And he says, I really like that party hat. Mm. Well, how did I get here, Will? How am I here right now? Well, you're talking about Elon Musk's tequila. I know I was talking about Elon Musk's tequila, but what does it have to do with this? I, I was drawing some sort of a line. Um, did you cop or did you not? Did you cop? Big dog, little dog. Okay, well, someone in the maybe the rhyme will... Maybe the rhyme brought me brought me to it. Oh, you know what? Maybe it was just me saying, no, I did not. I did not cop it. I did not like it. Yeah, that's, yeah. That Maybe was, the I tequila remember. is the hat. Uh-huh. Anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. They sold out anyways. They don't need me to buy it. Tesla can, if it's officially sold by Tesla, if it has a Tesla logo on it, the fan base is so rabid, it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. It really doesn't matter. And by the way, since we went on that whole... That was quite a trip, by the way. Man, that was an out-of-body experience. Really? Navigating that go-dog-go situation. Yeah, I was trying to figure out where you're going to That's go one of it. my... I'm going to say it in real time. But that's a memorable... That's going to be a memorable mm -hmm. one for me. I never expected to get there. Anyway, so this Tesla tequila, it's in a lightning bolt-shaped container. Apparently, it's high-quality tequila. It's 250 bucks per... No one's going to drink it. That's going to stay in the bottle on display forever mm -hmm. but uh, either way you know how the tesla fandom is you got to have all the memorabilia all the limited edition stuff and like many of these tesla products whether it's the uh well i guess the flamethrower was the boring company but anyway uh you got to add it to the collection that's what it comes down to and, and you want to participate in all the hype including the tequila i don't know if it will ever come back in stock by the way because it's currently sold out. Out of stock. Are they gonna are, are they gonna bring it back at any moment? Well, what do they say? Available in select US states. Learn more. Introducing Tesla Tequila, an exclusive premium, 100 percent agave tequila and yeho aged in French oak barrels, featuring a dry fruit and light vanilla nose with a balanced cinnamon pepper finish. And that gets you going right there. Sounds well. delicious. Yeah, it does. Maybe, you know what? Cop it. <laughs> now we got to go on eBay and spend $3,000 to get it. Probably, yeah.
because yeah, we did not cop. Anyway, there you go. Juice. There you go. There you have it. Tesla's unstoppable. It can sell anything, including tequila, whatever it happens to be. I have to admit, it's a cool-looking bottle. It is very cool. Uh, half the thing with premium liquor is the bottle. Uh-huh. Having a cool bottle. It, um, probably a steel uh, balancing stand. It looks well. great, man. Yeah. I Another really cool one was the Crystal Head Vodka. Uh, I believe that's Dan Aykroyd's company. Have you oh, seen yeah. that one? Have you ever no. tried that? It's um, a hollow crystal skull oh. full of vodka. Oh, It's incredible. I mean, you don't want to throw it out. It must taste delicious too. Well, right? yeah. part of it, because it's part of the rituals, the whole experience. Is, yeah. You pour it yeah, and yeah, you're getting yeah. excited. And so the bottle matters. Yeah, the presentation matters. Google's got a new product that's kind of quietly, I mean, it's under the radar. It's in there. By the way, with that GoDog Go story, is that a clip or does that just go into the Tesla clip? Uh, in, in I don't the know. Tesla clip. It's in the Tesla yeah. clip. It's a nice little. Yeah. It's a nice segue, <laughs> which we usually do. Uh, Google's got a new product. They, inside of Google One, they launched a VPN, but only for premium subscribers. And. It's sort of like a freebie with some pretty solid integration. Now, up until this point, for those who are unfamiliar, VPN uh, grants you all kinds of uh, special privileges. You can, well, for one, get greater privacy or security on your connection if you're on a public connection, something like that. You can also be in different locations if necessary in order to unlock certain content and media that may be restricted by for a particular region. Anyway... Up until this point, a lot of the VPNs, most of the VPNs that that get talked about are third-party products from a number of different competitors. Uh, But here we have Google, the big Google, big-time Google, getting involved in the game. And what they're going to do is give you the Google One VPN as part of your two-terabyte storage plan, which is 10 bucks a month, that you're already uh, using presumably, or I guess you could sign up for the whole thing now because maybe you're like, well, I get the VPN piece for free, so now it's an even better deal Mm -hmm. with the two terabytes. Uh, You can also get access to this if you are a member of a family Google One plan. So you don't have to have the individual one if you're part of the family one now. You might have a Google One set up for backing up various data, your photos, your videos, things like this. And now you got a VPN associated with it, and it's all in one place. Now, the coolest part for me is the implementation. Since it's inside of Android, and it's from the maker of Android, it feels very seamlessly integrated. So if you scroll down, you'll see uh, that you can actually get it into your quick settings panel, which is pretty cool. Go down a little bit further. This one? Well, that shows up as a notification, but go down to the next. There. So you get it straight into your quick settings, right? Am I crazy here? Oh, yeah. Right Scroll here. down to the very bottom, and you'll see VPN in, inside of your quick settings right within uh, Android. So a quick tap so you can toggle in and out without launching a separate app, Cool. which I think is kind of a nice little... Yeah. Uh, you're going to be more inclined to use it because it's constantly there, and you can put it, it... Depending how frequently you use it, you can put it in the first dropdown of your, of your quick settings. And you're in and you're out. Excellent. VPN when you need it. Rapid VPN. It is the Google One VPN. This one 
kind of blew my mind over here. So we have talked a couple of times about our experience when we were in China with WeChat and how it's so, I mean, it's called WeChat, but it's it seems like such an important utility in China that what ended up getting talked about more than the chat functionality or social functionality was the payment functionality. Uh-huh. Everything's like, like tied to your bank account. Everything's tied to your bank account and people don't function without it. Yeah. Because of the payment component. Like when you think of a chat or communication app, you're like, well, I can use some other one. Uh-huh. But once you have your payment associated with it, now you can't live without it. Uh-huh. Because you can't do anything. Yeah. Every you gotta pay, you're constantly paying for things. And so it's in a weird way, whoever owns the payment part of it can own all the other pieces because that's the hard part of it or the part of it that people don't want to set up frequently across multiple payment services. So I read this headline, WhatsApp is rolling out payments in India. And I'm thinking, okay, makes a lot of sense. Kind of like the WeChat thing. Did you know that WhatsApp, I mean, I'm about to blow your mind. WhatsApp has 400 million users in India. Mm. 400 million users in India. In the United States, there's 350 million people. Yeah. They have 400. That's their biggest market. Mm. You ever, I mean, Facebook, holy moly, they're everywhere. Well, we already knew that. Yeah. But Facebook with the WhatsApp product, heavily integrated, obviously, into regular everyday Indian life. And for the most part right now, it's only for the purpose of chat. And it started a long time ago when they got in there early, when SMS was expensive and they offered an alternative through WhatsApp and everybody got on WhatsApp. Now everyone's there and they're chatting mm -hmm. because that, you had that early status, that early velocity. Well, now the question, how do you plug in these extra things to make the service even more comprehensive? Well, so I'm reading this article. I didn't know what the payment situation was in India, but it turns out it's quite a bit different than elsewhere. In fact, the... There's a, a national payments corporation in India who came up with a UPI payment infrastructure. And this is kind of a coalition of the big banks in India that came up with a format and uh, kind of a, um, an open system for approved payment processing and then third parties could tap into it. Now, up until now, those third parties have been Google and Walmart. They're dominating the mobile payments market. They got 80% of the UPI market share. And this UPI thing has actually been crushing a lot of the other players, including uh, the uh, Al Al Alibaba. They, they've got the product called, what was it? Paytm? Uh, Paytm. And SoftBank as well was yep. also playing in the space. But... The Indian government is more inclined towards this UPI payment structure, and they, they're having an aggressive plan to get away from paper money completely, or not completely, but in a huge way. In fact, they want to invalidate more than 85% of paper cash. They announced that in 2016. They're still working towards that. 85% of paper cash. Now... Judging from our experience in China with WeChat, you can do it fast yes. if you can get this quick adoption mm -hmm. as they did in China. So 
now that you 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 got this access to 400 million people because the drawback with the other ones is you would need a separate app mm -hmm. but you've already got 400 million people inside of whatsapp yeah so you can really expedite this process of the elimination of most of the paper money mm -hmm. pretty much as quickly as possible by plugging directly into getting the bank accounts straight into whatsapp yeah i would see this uh being really useful for paying friends back oh god just sharing money you know it's everything it's for a car ride for a taxi for a street vendor to purchase yeah. i yeah, mean yeah. it's every it's everything man once everybody hops on a uniform protocol it's hard to set things back to the the previous way because of the convenience factor mm -hmm. nobody can make the argument once you've tapped once you tap to pay for something everything else feels dumb yes never mind pulling out cash and counting change yes so india represents a massive opportunity for this as uh, you know increasingly everyone's coming online and figuring out exactly who those winners and losers are going to be not just in chat but also in payments mm -hmm. and whatsapp has a tremendous potential however as part of this upi thing they are, uh, they're not going to unlock all 400 million potential customers for through WhatsApp immediately because they want this payment system to be uh, distributed. They don't oh. want any one single dominant player that is a foreign company, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so initially, they're going to roll out, they're going to allow the payment service to roll out to 20 million users as opposed to the whole 400 million. Right on. Anyway, you may see that feature soon if you're in India using WhatsApp, but there's no doubt that the future of payments is not paper.